Chapter 27. Artist Loft. I started painting the distal phalange. I mean, it's just a bone. You can't see it under the skin. But the power of its true meaning cascaded down from the apex. The absence of any bend in the distal interphalangeal joint is what gave this great painting its power. I had worked my way down the canvas, each tendon imparting its own sense of muscularity. I had finally found inspiration in something that held meaning to me as I painted the stout, crisp lines of the middle finger on my canvas. I wanted the image to explode with emotion, to snap the viewer's head forward from the virtual rush of G-forces as a crest of the apogee of an emotional roller coaster. I worked to the big middle knuckle. I enhanced it with subtle shading that fell away from the light source, as if you were looking at a white porcelain vase held between the legs of a nude model. I stood back for a moment and admired the dominance of this Roman column that I'd created on my canvas. But there was nothing indecent about this middle finger. I felt this expressed the true feelings I had towards Gary Eastman. This was no rheumatoid arthritic digit. This was the finger of youth, a superhero finger. I considered having it jet out of the glove of an invincible comic book character, or even the black leather-clad fist of a motorcycle outlaw. Hell, I would have gone with a ripped gay guy wearing a leather harness. Mm, who knew when that finger had been? The name of the painting couldn't be coy. No play on Flip the Bird. I wanted it succinct and to the point. At first, I considered merely calling it Fuck You, Gary. Well, where was the subtlety or nuance in that? A great piece of art like this needed a name for the ages. I went with the Latin phrase Digitus Impudicus. It required the exclamation point. There was nothing subtle about it. Perhaps art critics in the future would come to appreciate its majesty, the sheer expression of anger I had towards my patron. I had finished up the rest of the hand when Lance walked into my loft space and immediately spotted the painting. Sweet. Thanks, I said. I've been greatly inspired recently. He studied it some more. That will go great in our space. It's so rock and roll. Sorry, this is a delivery you'll need to take down to the DLC for me. I love talking to the Mookie dude. He's so funny. Mookie was a funny dude? I wasn't sure if Lance was high. Really? I asked. He keeps talking about the 1975 Red Sox, how they almost won the pennant that year. Did you point out that the Red Sox have won a bunch of World Series since then? Yeah, he doesn't care about those. He keeps talking about this guy. Carl Yastrzemski? I corrected him. Yastrzemski. I knew this from my childhood. I had four of his baseball cards. Who? He was a really important player back then. Lance lost interest in my painting technique and focused on a tray of used tubes of paint. He casually pushed his finger through them. Mookie sure is old. He talked about some blizzard with this other painter dude. I stopped painting. What other painter dude? He picked up a tube of cadmium orange and studied it. This other dude brought down a painting of a snow scene. Mookie said it looked like the blizzard of 78. I put down my brush. I said, what was this guy doing down there? He absentmindedly squeezed the tube, molding its sides as he spoke. I met him a couple times. He puts his paintings where you put yours and takes off. That was interesting. I remembered the other paintings next to mine that went into the fire. I wasn't sure where they had come from up till now. I said, when do you usually see this person? Around 3 o'clock, when we normally go down there. My phone alerted me to a text message. I saw that it was another video message from Gary. I felt a knot 
building in my stomach before I even hit the play button. I started the movie. I heard a now familiar voice speak in Portuguese. I saw all five of my paintings that the art goons had taken, leaning against the wall of the incinerator. Was heard off camera. A hand entered the frame, picked up the first painting, a scene inside a cafe, and tossed it into the fire. God damn it. That one was called Absinthe with Degas. I worked so hard on that one. I watched the next four go into the incinerator the same way. Turned off my phone before the movie completed. I felt like I was going to be sick. Was this to be the fate of everything I did from that point on? Was his intention to torment me with his videos and keep paying me off like some cheap artistic whore? I felt my face become flushed. The hatred of my benefactor suddenly grew to an exploding point. I said to Lance, Hey, do you want to watch me create another painting? Lance put down my tube of paint. Cool, he said. I found my can of clear light casting resin, the kind of stuff used to make a desktop paperweight with things embedded into it. I had a better idea. I shook the can violently, letting my anger help mix its contents. I said, are you ready to see some great art in the making? He looked at me with his bewildered look, confused by the tone of my voice. I spread out a tarp on the floor and took a blank canvas I had prepared earlier and placed it face up on the ground. I cracked open the can of casting resin and poured a puddle of it in the middle of the canvas, the weight of the gunk making a shallow depression at least half an inch thick on the canvas. The image of my last five paintings going up in flames burned through my mind. Do you want to see some great art? I yelled. Lance glared at me as if he should be concerned about his own safety. I straddled the canvas with my legs and undid my belt buckle. In full maniac mode, I shouted, Do you want to see some great art? He slowly backed away towards the door. I'm sure he thought he was ten seconds away from being attacked by a psycho artist. I slid my pants down below my knees and squatted over the canvas, then deposited at least a four-inch piece of reasonably dry inspiration on the canvas. I watched it as it was completely engulfed by the resin locking it in place on its surface. Lance yelled in disgust. That's gnarly, dude. I pulled up my pants and redid my belt buckle. I immediately felt ashamed for letting my emotions completely take hold of me for that one instant. I then realized that once dried, my temporary insanity would be saved for future generations of art patrons to admire. I guess it was a point I had to make with Gary. How would you like to make another 50 bucks? I said casually. Perplexed, Lance said, Dude, I'm not delivering that. What? I said, trying to sound as rational as possible. It'll be completely dry when you take it down there to the DLC building. Lance looked down at the canvas in disgust. Come on, I chided him. You said it was rock and roll. The other painting, dude. The other painting. Make it a hundred bucks. Lance had a look of revulsion. Why did you do that? Without the slightest sense of irony, I said, I guess I just needed to get that one out of me.